Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your, your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hello. And tonight we will be reviewing... Um, let me see. What's it called? Um, the... You can't remember. Sorry. <laughs> we have a problem here. The Phantom <laughs> that was released in 1996. Yeah, this is an Australian-American production. It's mm. a superhero film, obviously. Yeah, mm. and I know you may hear me mention more than once that I'm not a big fan of some superhero movies, but there is an exception to my every rule here and there. Yeah, I mean... Because this one appealed to me when I was a little kid. I was like nine when I when I first watched this. And, and another point too is it hasn't been done to death. Yes. Now, how many hands up? Who knows how many Superman movies or how many Batman movies have been made? Raise your hands now. Oh, I got no idea. All um, right, that many. Understood. <laughs> now the point is they made a Phantom movie. They made one Shadow mm. movie. One Shadow. Yeah, one yeah. Shadow. Uh, and and that, that other one on Doctor Strange, wasn't it, with uh, that Cumberbatch fella? Mm, I don't know. I haven't heard too much about that. Yeah, that was like, yeah. I did one movie, but which just is great. Because so you he, know, yeah, Mike, yeah, yeah. No. there was plans to make this know, into a franchise. I know that. I didn't but um, it they it didn't get enough well, front I, I praise. Think, I, I, well, for this I think movie. I think it, the wheels fell off Billy Card at the box office. Yeah. Uh, and so they said, well, we're not going to throw money into this again. So, yeah, that's what happened uh -huh. probably. Even though Billy Zane, he plays an awesome phantom. Actually, we'll, we'll get into a bit later on about Billy Zane and the phantom and other things and stuff. But, okay, I'll do my usual bit now. Um, this is produced by Alan Ladd Jr. and Robert Evans. Mm. Directed by Simon Winsor. Mm -hmm. uh, written by Jeffrey Bohm who based it on the comic strip uh, written by or created by Lee Falk, F-A-L-K. Yeah, brilliant um, man. Well, he's a very clever man. I mean, I think it was, I don't know if it was actually made for the newspaper and then became a comic yeah. or the comics were made and they used the yeah. newspaper, but when, whatever. Yeah, yeah, the first time I've ever watched, the read the comic, I was pretty much a little kid at so the time. And it was in a comic that we got in a show bag. Oh, and wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. It was given yeah. to my sister. The and Mer I the started reading it. Not the show bag is. Um, in Australia, we have a thing called, like an exhibition show, um, mm. like County Fair type thing, uh, every year in each state. And uh, it's a big one. And um, at the show, they have show bags. And some of the show bags will have comics. Yes. And in those in those cheaper type of comics with all these flimsy paper, they used to make uh, Phantom comics, uh, Mandrake the Magician comics, and whatever. Now, that goes back to when I was a kid. Now, I'm uh, getting pretty close to 70 now, and, and they're, they're still around now, are they? Or yeah, they are. They're, they're still yeah. sold in newspaper stands yeah, any, and it's, it's, anywhere. And when I was a kid, the Phantom was, had been around for years. So I'm just wondering how long. But I, they may have actually made... A serial out of like the Superman and Batman uh, and uh, the other guys. Yeah. And the Rocket Man and all the other stuff. I don't know. I have to go back and check that. But yeah. the Phantom's been oh, around for so, a long time. So back time. to what I'm talking about. Oh, I first read the book from a from a the um, Phantom comic. I got it from a sort of um, a show bag. It was my sister's at the time. But I couldn't help but go, go and gander at it ever so often. <laughs> and it had a few um, short stories within the um, comic. And that's where I started um, getting a gander of the story. Getting a taste for the A taste for the story. Yes. Without um, getting too 
um, drawn up like some fans who keep thinking um, this is not how the character should be like. Yada yada yada. I'm not a. I don't believe in um, that sort of thing. But actually, that gets onto this movie here. The um, I'm not a purist the, because no, I prefer... no, the Phantom of the comic mm-hmm. and the Phantom of this movie are very similar. Because Billy Zane actually studied the Phantom. Yeah, when he, he studied was... the old comics yeah. and different things, and yeah. um, I read whatever. somewhere that when he was and doing he an actually... acting role, mm. he actually was reading a Phantom comic, and he could kind of really like the book, the comics. Yeah. So yeah, he, he got a real taste for it, and he went, he went, he he took about a year to get in condition to make his body uh, really, really fit, so he could look like the Phantom. Yeah. So when you got your leotards mm. on. Uh, yeah, your skin tights. Yeah. He he didn't lo- he didn't have love handles or anything. Yeah, he there was damn good. thought yeah. at the time they were going to make him a special body pastor, you know, made of um, either um, maybe um, fiberglass to yeah. put over his um, body to make it look like make yeah. him look a little bit more pudgy, more um, masculine. Give him some abs or Thanks any. to um, his mm. dedication at the gym, he was able to make his own, make his own body. See, he's got a six pack. I've got a keg. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry. so moving on, let's talk about the minute, who I'm stars gone. in this production. No, 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 Now, we're talking about the reason uh, it, it didn't do a sequel. This is probably part of it. The budget for this film was $45 million. Hmm. The box office only gleaned uh, about $23 million. They probably said, Ooh, we don't lose any more money, so let's, uh, uh, let's call the day on... Uh, the superhero and move on to another project. Um, oh but the problem is, um, since then, it's, be- it's became, um, well, to a certain degree, a cult movie, and it's probably made more movie after the theatrical release. Yeah, it's, it's probably practic- made more money on yeah, DVD. It's practically and, yeah. being mm. more and more liked, and bi- yeah. and I've seen, I heard that Billy Zane went to the um, Supernova, and he's praised for playing yeah, no. the Phantom. Look, we, well, look, we think it's a good movie. Like, look. Let's face it, I mean, you, not every movie is going to be a blockbuster. Mm. Okay? We know this. We know this. However, this is a good movie. Uh, mm. And I, even the critics liked it. It just didn't make a really good box office. I don't know why. Maybe it's that they were looking for a tad more action. Maybe they cut, cut a few scenes out of it that shouldn't be there. Maybe they didn't know whether they make it funny or serious. I really don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know either. Mm. I'm, I'm at a loss with this movie because it's mm. so damn good. And, it's good yeah. and there's nothing to pick at it. But they try to stay true to the comic. And that could be one of the reasons why. Because mm. this was a, a movie being made in the uh, 1990s trying to emulate... What, 1940s, 1950s? Yeah, 1938. 1938. 1938. So trying to capture that feeling probably uh, may have gone against it in some ways and trying to emulate the comic as well. Don't know. Not sure. Don't we care. like it. We don't know why the other people didn't like it. I don't know. So... I, I've been doing a bit of reading and um, mm. I read about Diana and the, the tw- 20, 20th. First Phantom that she's yeah. associated yeah. Billy with. Billy Zane's a 21st and Phantom. They met yeah. in 1977 instead of, um, you know, 1938 or whatever. Oh, the new movie. Yeah, in the movie it was 1938, but in the book comics when the characters met, they were in the 70s. Were they? Trust me, I've been reading. 
Okay. And I guess that's why fans either... They got a bit confused. They got confused, mm, maybe. maybe. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really look into the numbers because, to be honest, mm. I don't really... Um, I don't follow numbers. I follow the story. Yeah. But actually, talking about the story, before we go into the cast, the guy actually put the screenplay together, Jeffrey Bohm, he loosely based it on um, three Phantom stories. Um, the Sing Brotherhood, the Sky Band and the Belt. And he put those together, those ideas out of the three stories and used those as um, uh, a basis for this uh, screenplay. Quite mm, good. So there you go then. Yeah, so moving on. So who stars in it other than Billy Zane? Well, here we go, guys. Uh, I, there's lots and lots of really good people in it. Okay. Now, Billy Zane, obviously, we've been talking about him. He plays the Phantom. Uh, Kit Walker... The ghost who walks, you name it, he's it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Treat Williams plays his, um, the evil guy in the movie, uh, <laughs> Xander Drax. What a name. Oh, yes. Mm. I won't go into uh, too much about it because Sarah will tell you about that at the moment. Mm. Now, Christy Swanson plays Diana Palmer. And she's a rather attractive lass and she's a bit, a bit, we're, I wouldn't say a tomboy, but she's not a, um, a girly girl who's going to be, hey, look at me. She's actually out there. And I think Diana in the comics was a bit like that. Hmm. Uh, and she really covered it really, really good. Yeah, um, originally, hmm. um, Christine Swan, um, she was also... Christy. Christy Swan. Yeah. Swan. Yeah. Swan. She also um, played um, in the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer too. Oh, does she? Christy well, Swan. Yeah, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. so. Anyway, Catherine Zeta-Jones plays Sala. Now, I thought Salah was a big fat guy. No, S-A-L-A, not Salah as an S-A-L-E-M. Hey, it wasn't say Salah. Sorry, I'm sorry. A-H. A-H, sorry, I forgot my You can't smell, I smell. Anyway. But as he plays the assistant to Xander Drax, one of his cohorts, whatever. Yeah, and she's sort of one of the pilots in this one. A pilot, yeah, a little like, a bit like pussy galore in Goldfinger. Only a lot more attractive. Yeah. Although both women are attractive. Oh, yeah, in different ways. But I happen to like Catherine Zeta-Jones. i got to think about it. Don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not being, I'm not being lesbian or I'm just saying I like, I like eye candy in movies. No, you need eye candy and she's really good eye candy. Actually, both of them, uh, Christy and Catherine Zeta-Jones, uh, are both good-looking women, and I think that's good casting for the eye candy, uh, as is Billy Zane. He's a rather good, uh, good-looking uh, guy, and Treat Williams isn't that bad-looking either, I suppose, as yeah. the evil guy. Um, yeah. Now, yeah. Oh, moving, yeah. right, moving right along, James Remar plays one of the henchmen who works for Xander Drax. Now, he's been in things like Mortal Kombat and... Was he in Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, no, Buffy, no, um, Sex and City? Yes. Yeah, he played one of Samantha's boyfriends or something or other. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and that sort of stuff. Uh, Patty McGowan, now, he's been around a long time. He plays a ghost, the ghost of the Phantom 20. And he sometimes appears to talk to the kids, say, hey, you got a problem here? And give him a bit of advice. Yeah, that like, was, I yeah. don't think, was never in the comics, I think. It wasn't in the comic. It was bought in the movie. It was just bought in as a bit of a... Get a life. A get a life or type <laughs> or it's... Well, you will soon see what I'm talking anyway, about. Anyway, irrespective. Now, I'm going to only mention one other person. Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa. That's a that's a mouthful. Uh, yeah. The great Kabai Seng. 
Now, he plays another bad guy. He's a head of a pirate group. Uh, not pirate band. Pirates like in... Dimulate. Now, he's been in what, Mortal Kombat, Rising Sun, a whole slew of movies over the years. Yeah. And people, a lot of people don't know who the hell he is. Honestly, with honestly, hey, I know that face, and you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's got that. Um, I, I got some awesome look. He got a look about him, and he got an acting style. About him. he's really, really good value. He plays a good bad guy or a, go, a good guy who's not as good as he could be. Yeah, he, he I plays think he was, I think he was really in good. even one of the James Bond movies, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he was in something like that, uh, uh, James Bond one or something like that one. I'm trying to think. But he's been around. He's got a whole slew of movies. And look at his filmography. Mm. He's really been out there doing a lot of movies and TV yeah. shows and short movies, and yeah. yeah, he's been around a lot. So um, yeah. He's yeah. a, to me, he's a, he, I don't think he's a, a, main, a main star type character, but he's a damn good co-star. Yeah, shall we move on um, to talk I'm about bi- the movie I'm, well, I'm with, I think I'm about finished with the cast. So, stop uh, chewing on my coat and saying, oh, please, please, please. <laughs> yes. You may get in there and tell so the story. the story opens on, a, you know, some words that say, in case you haven't, you just walked in or something like that. And we then cut to the scene of of back in the 1600s or something, and oh, yeah. a boy, a small boy, watches his dad being murdered by murdered by the same this pirates of the, the, the same, same brotherhood. Ah, uh, yeah, they're pirates and they're attacking an old sailing ship with his father's on, and everyone, I think, apart from uh, the young boy, survives. Yeah, so mm. the boy jumps overboard and washes ashore on the Bangala Bangala coast, coast, where some friendly natives pick him up and say, "Oh, there, there, little chubby." Yeah, <laughs> they take him to a special ceremony, and where the head high priest, a priest, gives him a special ring that has some great value that will portray for him in the years to come. And, and, it, and it's got a skull on it. And Jeez. when the boy gets into manhood, he then swores that he's going to fight for piracy, greed, and fight, cruelty. Yeah, fight, fight against and all in, the evils of the world yeah. and stuff, yeah. So mm. he then becomes the Phantom. And then we fast forward to 1938. Present day, then. Yes, yeah. then. Mm. You know, and Quill, the um, evil bad guy, and his henchmen are heading toward into the jungles of Bangala to find a very rare artifact. Uh, a skull made it was is that one gold or silver um, i can't remember silver. A silver skull yeah, yeah. say with really shiny eyes blue um blue diamonds or something oh uh, sure. yeah blue sapphires or something right there yeah, yeah so yeah. moving on mm. they head across the bridge they're they're led by a small native boy obviously who seems to know the way around yeah and he, he they get a little bit mixed up with the map so yeah, uh, james rima had the map upside down <laughs> and little boy was trying to tell him you're going the wrong way. Is it ma- the bridge is about that way? No. <laughs> yeah. he, well, he says turn the map. You turn around. What do you mean turn around? You mean turn the map around, is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They eventually come to the bridge, and it's one of those bridges that you should, if you walk on it, you'll end up Yeah, Remember falling. the one in Indiana Jones and the temp- Temple of Doom, was it? And they had to walk across a, a rope bridge. Well, this was like that, a bit bigger, can take a motor vehicle if you or, or a wagon or something. I personally wouldn't. It yeah. looked like it wasn't in a really good state of repair. Yeah, and not and, to mention yeah. there's a sign that says, danger, do not try, cross it. 
or yeah. something like that. You might fall down and hurt yourself. <laughs> so they make they kind of draw straws and they let the little boy drive the car across. I mean the truck now, across. It's really funny. <laughs> I can't imagine his feet actually reaching the pedals. Me neither. Uh, it'd be like short round. He had a lot of blocks of wood on his feet, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the little kid drives across, and by the time he gets to the other end, he kind of puts the pedal into the metal and, and drives almost runs over them. But he, he, he doesn't stop it. He just—I think he's just giving a bit of hey, I can take care of myself, boys. Yeah, <laughs> they then. They eventually arrived at the at the. No, wait a minute. They're locking. They try and fry him back of the yeah, truck. Yeah. After he yeah. refuses to go any further because yeah. there is a man guiding the woods. And, That's a ghost. Yeah, and, and something like, said, "Oh, let's kill the kid." No, we might need to drive the vehicle back across the bridge again. Yeah. yeah okay. So they tie him and oh, leave yeah. him in the um, truck. Yes. So while, he's stuck there in the back. Yeah. Well, um, the fan, while Quill and his men they head inside us inside a, um, some caves or so. Yes. Yes. And where they meet, they see some artifacts and a few dead skulls and stuff like that. Not not ne necessarily related to the the um the silver skull or anything. Mm. They eventually, one of the men finds an old skeleton of a probably a, a, that's probably the same priest guy. An old priest or something. Yeah. Or and yeah. he's he underneath him they find the, the silver skull. skull. Yeah. And and he hands it to his his colleague. Quill, and while he's doing that, the he, the skeleton comes to life and, and tries to him. strangle him. And he does a very good job at it too. Not bad for skeleton. Yes, and Quill tries to use his gun to shoot him, and but eventually his How do you dies. shoot the skeleton? Yeah. Boy, these people need to read some books. Yeah. If once you're dead, you don't need, you can't get killed again. Yeah, eventually. I often think that the silver skull had some a hand in it. Or a leg. Because something there, like it started, its eyes started sh shimmering. Yeah, yeah I that think, could yeah. indicate that maybe um, the soul Some, of the priest might be may have came back to life because of the skull. Yes, possibly. You never know. Anyway, so his other henchmen say. There's some other good loot here. Let's go steal all the stuff. Yeah, well, I'll take it, take it all. Yeah, may yeah. get, get a bit of extra and money for the job. And then we hear uh, drum, 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 meaning <laughs> um, drum noises, and and the henchmen. They ignore it, but someone else is not ignoring it. A bit it. of jungle telegraph going and on here. And we soon um, mm. move in onto the phantom in his lair, and he and his dog, um, Devil, yeah. hear it, and they know they're needed. He's a nice puppy. Yeah, they <laughs> soon get on. He soon gets on his horse and heads on to the scene. Hey, remember Hero his horse? Yes. yes. Well, not. I don't. Some mm. people often call the horse a different name, but I always call it Hero. I think it was Hero in the comics. Hmm. I think I can't remember. There was. Yeah, anyway, maybe. moving on. So anyway, was they, it silver? So the um, <laughs> evil bad guys they they run through the woods and then they see the Phantom in his leotards and he, as he ch charges after them with his gun raised. And when he gets one of them down on the ground, the devil set is there prowling and going, and there, um, Billy Zane says, watch him, devil. If he moves, eat him. Eat him. <laughs> like, um, if he moves, kill him. Or, but this is a lot more funnier. I don't think, I don't think the dog would have eaten him. I mean, he's a wolf. And yeah. He looked well fed to me. Why would he eat yeah. him? Yeah. Soon enough, there are two other henchmen. They head into the car. The tr I mean, the truck, sorry. I keep referring it to a car. To a car. Sorry. The old truck. So they head into the, the truck, and Quill goes on about how he killed this man years ago. And he's still hanging around. Yeah. Mm. Um, earlier, we do notice Oh, yeah. on his cheek um, he's got a um a, oh. a mark on his on his cheek from an old from, wound from 
um, the previous phantom punching him. Yeah, the cheek. Yeah, he just blow his eye where the bone is, and he uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, made the, the ring made a permanent impression there. Yeah, throughout the, the um, comic scenes, you notice that the phantom does punch with that hand and ends up scarring that per very person. I'm wondering why it believes a permanent. I'm wondering why always. Mm, don't know. Well, I could punch the crap out of you right now. Apart from a bit of cuts and bruises and stuff, yeah. you wouldn't have permanent marks all over you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, there is a mystical but thing may, about ma- this maybe ring. Maybe it's a magical ring, you see. Yes. I'm not going to tell you guys yes yet. <laughs> so, moving Billy along. Billy Zane's got a nice ring. There you go. Yes, yeah, so he eventually um, jumps onto their truck and he tries to, you know, get them to get off that, get out of there. But thanks a lot that he eventually gets the other guy, you know, in, into the bushes and Quill escapes with the, the skull and makes his escape while dear old the phantom tries to save the little the boy, boy in the back yeah. and gets them to safety well it is on the bridge there the bridge starts to collapse mm-hmm. because the uh, uh, the way you think a bit like indiana jones where the bridge collapsed well same sort of thing and yeah. then the phantom saves the boy yeah. by cutting one of the vines and swinging to safety on yeah. the other bank i gotta admit really though I, I do like the music in this movie it's really dun, breathtaking dun, 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 dun. no oh, no, no wrong like that. No, no, yeah. i do think it's really breathtaking who's who does the music i think i was uh, it something newman yeah something uh, newman uh, it wasn't alfred newman another uh, one could be some, maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I do think the music Alfred is Newman. very... No, no, no. Yeah. Mad Magazine. No, no. Wrong guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, moving right along. Soon enough, um, later that, that day, the Phantom is... Well, not really. I'm not going to... I mean, the henchmen, some of the... Um, not except Quill, um, arrive at the um, jungle patrol unit or whatever, and they're going to be escorted to jail or something. Yeah, they, they've been arrested. Because Yay. that's what the, these patrol guys do. They, if anyone's doing some illegal stealing... Well, usually the old Tarzan movies and stuff, they had yeah. ranger-type guys yeah. and police. And, and one of the guys there, who's the head mm. guy, who um, listens to their statement, said there was a strange thing on a horse and a wolf. And he pretends to play um, dummy in this scene. Yeah, he says, there's no such thing. It's just folklore. Yeah. But in reality, he, in knows, this, all about he it. knows all about the Phantom. Because the Phantom sees him after hours and pops in the back way and you know, sneaks yeah, in. Yeah, because I guess it would not really be good if he uh, interfered with the Phantom's well, no, activities. Well, if, if, yeah, he, he, no, he, he's... His, his idea is if if he if he doesn't believe in or pretends not to believe in it in front of his men, mm-hmm. they, no one's going to be talking about oh the phantom this and the phantom that. So no, it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, get on with your life, yeah. get on with your job. And here we yeah. hear that this fa- they say the phantom lives for say um, thousands of no, years. He's, he's, you know, he's, He's immortal. He's, he's immortal. He's supposedly been alive for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yes. You can't kill him. And we'll get to, more yeah. to that later on. So we get back to the skeleton cave and Phantom's getting um, treated by his servant. It's not a, skull, it's a skull cave. It's not a skeleton cave. I'm a skull cave. And he's treated by his servant. Um, what's his name? Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So sorry. He then looks up... Um, in a very old book about the the skulls of Trugandi, I think it was. Is that right? Hmm? I'm trying to figure out how how to say the word. Um, the skulls of Trugandi. I'm not sure. What's it say there? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just say, just say the skulls. Yeah. All right. So one of them is made of silver, which we talked about, and one is made of jade, and the other one is gold. And they 
They are practically not just valuable, but they're very dangerous. In the wrong hands, they could destroy, you know, the world. Well, the, the mythology behind it, there's three skulls, and if the three skulls are brought together, it releases a great power of some description. Yeah, see, no one actually says what the yeah. power is. No, no one really knows see, what the it tr- is. See, the Gandhi, they were possession of the skulls for many years, but then uh, one day the pirates attacked their village and somehow all, all, all three skulls got separated. Mm, okay. And so um, eventually, um, while they're in the scene, um, fan, the, um, I'm going to say Kit, because this is, because in the scene, he's Kit in the scene. Yeah, he's, he's now Kit. Yes. Mr. Walker, whatever. Yes, so Kit is approached by his ghostly father who tells him about how um, things were when he was around and how he used to come down here because he knew he screwed up and he needed advice or a bit of inf- interesting information. Which might have come back and want to fix the car occasionally. Yeah, anyway. Um, then the th- um, Kit tells him about how he lost his... He, he, he let the silver skull slip out of his hands, and then his father says, if that's the tr- case, do you know what will happen if these... And he then lets loose that the guy, Quill, has a sort of spider tattoo on his arm, which indicates the pirate's brotherhood. Yeah, but there's... Uh, what have called? Yeah, yeah. Sing brotherhood. Yeah. yeah, and this upsets his father and says, if these guys get in control of this, the free skulls, you know what will happen? We're stuffed. Yes, exactly. The world is and stuff. he says yeah, it's power. Up, and it's, he says it's up to you to fix this. And of course, he vanishes like a puff of smoke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good old dad. Mm. Later on, that um, way in probably in America somewhere, um, in a mansion, um, Diana Palmer, the beautiful um, trepid traveler and beautiful oh, so lady. She's, 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 she keeps traveling around the world, different places, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And she comes home. Her mother's having a party, um, one of those charity ball things, whatever you call them, and a fundraiser or something. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Mm. And her uncle is there, you know, doing things. And of course, um, the other person I would like to mention in this scene is Xander Drax, who is one of the donators, and according to her un- the um, Diana's uncle, that he wants her her mother to return the check. Because Xander is known to be associated with criminal elements in the city, yeah, yeah. like mm. mafia groups and, and stuff whatever. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like a, like, a, like a, a mob boss, but. A boss of bosses type thing, you know, yeah. Yeah, he's mm. not really a nice man. Mm. He can he could probably buy anyone. Speaking was, of buy, he kind of bought the police, the head police officer. Yeah, and, chief and, he, guy. He, and he threatened to buy the newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eventually, Diana went in the scene. She meets up for old. No, I won't say love interest. More like a love clinger. On well, no, the guy who. Keen on her, but she's not totally yeah. keen on him. He's a yeah. w- sort of one of those. A would-be w- suitor. A, he's a wealthy, I imagine, guy that that her mother thinks will be a good suitor, he, and he's he's a rich kid, a rich guy, no w- motive, plenty of money. He's a wastrel. Has yes. that? Yes. Mm. Um, born with a silver spoon, if that makes it any more clear. Oh, I have silver stuff. Lives me out a big spoon. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it when, in one scene, he tries to brag that if she, he would have. Um, wasted no moments to come to her her tents in Africa and and, and she said why didn't you well I got other things yeah. to do and, yeah, and yeah, when yeah, she yeah. was making a sandwich she remarks that 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 she, he asks what's in the sandwich and he says 
baloney, and it's a double meaning yeah, there. Yeah, yes, it's sitting like, <laughs> like you're full of, baloney. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I said, baloney. If it looks like, and it smells like, it probably is, you know, get, but, yeah, right. Yeah, anyway, she meets up with her uncle and the police um, chief and who else, I'm not sure. Whatever. And he tells them about how that he knows Xandrax is up to no good and it has something to do with the symbol that's you know, on these... The spiderwebby type. Yeah, yeah the tattoo, same brotherhood yeah. one we ah, mentioned. I can't recognize it. Well, this comes much later. Later, so later, later. later that's on... That's what he reports to the police car. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. later on... Um, He's told that he must go to the Bengala jungle to show this to um, the, um, the captain, captain uh, inspector or whatever he's over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. In, of the um, the um, jungle patrol guys. Yeah, and he thinks it. he might know what the symbol means, and he. And, but um, the guys in the room tell him that you might be in, you might get hurt, you may get. Um, it's not a really good place for an old man like you to go, but so. And Diane agrees with him, and she says, I'll "I'm go. going." And but, yeah, yeah. you be better off here, Dad, taking care of things at home, well, and I'll go not there. Well, Dad, her uncle. Oh, uncle, I mean, uncle, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. so he, he, she yeah. goes on a plane, and meanwhile, while this is happening, um, the police chief reports in his findings. Yeah, the yeah. Worst he, 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 he's on the take, so he tells Drax what's going yeah. on. Yeah, it's practically like those prohibition promo. Prohibition period. Uh, yeah, the mm. day where um, the police were not to be trusted and they just left it to the criminal element to well, do what they, they want. Look, I'm, I, it's a prohibition. They, you don't know too much about it. I'm not saying just America. I mean, all through the ages in all countries, I'm sure there's been an element of criminal activity sneaking into the law enforcement uh, side of things, yeah, the police and other mm. guys, and yeah, some people uh, are easily bought off, and some people aren't. So yeah. just yeah, so yes. don't pick on America in the prohibition. Okay, good point, Mike. <laughs> so anyway, moving back along, yeah. so that's so Diana gets on a plane and she heads off to um to the Bengala and all that stuff, and while she's heading up up, up that way, um, Xander Drax he gets his librarian guy to come in for a sort of chat and it was more of a chat it was more of a to briefly interrogate him whether or not he's been giving dishing out information to the newspapers uh-huh. about his activities no 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 well maybe yeah, well, and eventually he shows him something under a magnifying scope whatever mag- mag- what? Magnifying scope, whatever thing you know. The, no, um, yeah, yeah, a, a microscope. Microscope, and he, as he's turning the dials, to adjust he gets, the focus, and he gets stabbed in the eyes. Yeah, two <laughs> little blades come straight up into his eyeballs mm. and take his. This eyeballs puts out. me in mind of of some old tribal things where they often say if you're caught lying to a tribal person or a pirate, you you get your eyes gouged. No. And that's uh-huh. what I, I that's what I read anyway. I don't believe everything I read, <laughs> like some people. So moving Taking back along, so Diana <laughs> is um soon um on a plane. She's heading off to the jungle, but then it gets um attacked by some hijacked, uh, hijacked yeah. by some some other planes too. Yeah, a few a few airplanes working for Mister Drax. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and. 
Sala is among them and she and her and her pilots arrive and they attempt to kill all of everyone if Diana Palmer doesn't step forward. And she says, I'm Diana. Well, that didn't take long, did it? She yeah. then receives um, Sala and she's a beautiful lady. Very pretty. <laughs> and she gives her a slap to, in her face. Slap, 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 slap. Anyway. Fight, no, fight, fight. Shut up. Oh, sorry. And then later on at the police patrol group, whatever, um, um, the Phantom arrives there. He overheard on the radio earlier that of a plane being hi- sort of hijacked and, that, and it was heading over here, over to the Bangala. Ah. And he then hears that, that from the captain guy that um, Diana Palmer is among the not there. She was taken hostage. She was taken hostage. Mm. And she had information for him that she wanted to pass on to him. So it was up to the Phantom to go and try to save her. And she's not too far away. She's on a boat. And two, um, Quill and Sala have right, pl- placed her in a cabin somewhere. I'm not sure where. Downstairs. But, mm-hmm. And they wished to interrogate her. with. And she kept the information, like the little piece of parchment in or, her boot. Or your paper, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Envelope, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, good place to hide it. Yeah, soon enough. Um, the might get a bit phantom. smelly though. My my feet smell like my boots. So yeah, moving whatever. right along, okay, sorry. people. So um, the <laughs> phantom and the devil and his dog devil head on to the ship. Him, the dog heading in the front entrance while he's crawling in like a rat. Yeah, he, he, uh, the phantom crawls up the rope, uh, the mooring uh, line on the boat where Endeavour just sneaks up the. Uh, the plank, you know, you walk in. The, who's going to know? It's a wolf going on for a boat. Surely happens every day, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> De- Devil's a tame dog. He's a lovely puppy. He's beautiful. I'll, I wish I had one. Yeah, shame we can't have raised wolves. <laughs> oh, wait, you can. Well, if can. they're huskies, you can. Well, they're, they're close to a wolf, but mm. yeah. But they're cute. They're so gorgeous. Yeah, so moving right along. Yeah, so, um, Sala once um, starts out pestering Diana for her shoe size. And she eventually pulls off one of the shoes, which happens to have the little note inside. Yeah. And she, well, remarks about how it, this is my size. Yeah, these yeah. boots are my size. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, right. Park Avenue, whatever it is, it's about where they came from. Yeah, Fifth Avenue, Fifth New Avenue, York yeah, City, yeah, yeah. yada, yada. Oh, yeah, expensive. expensive stuff. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the Phantom cruises around the cabins and eventually he, try, he knocks open one of them and it turns out to be the woman's bathroom. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, see, yeah, having showers and stuff, not bathroom. Yeah. Well, yeah, bathroom, yeah. Shower, bathroom. Shower room, whatever. Uh, and, yeah, and, oh, sorry, ladies. <laughs> a little bit of humor thrown in there, folks. <laughs> anyway, he then jumps down a laundry chute, I think. I'm not it sure. It looks like a laundry chute or, yeah, yeah, somewhere, yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's and where, where they show up? Right in front of Anna. And Sala. Like Sala. Yeah, and he yeah, says, yeah. "What is this a ship full of women?" <laughs> Joke. Yeah, a bit of tongue-in-cheek stuff yeah. going on. He then movie. tells yeah. Diana that he's a good Samaritan, and I'm here Sala, to save you. And Sala wants to say, "says I bet you're better than good," you know, sexy way. Yeah, she's a and few sexual undertones. Yeah, and, and then the phantom with his strong hand says. There's an old jungle saying, whenever you point a gun at someone, it just might go off. And, and he, he grabs and, it really the, super fast. Re, yes. Superman would have been real proud of him. And she says, ooh, fast hands. I like that in a man. And then she grabs <laughs> him in and kisses him. And, uh, yeah. wow, I do think that was a very oh, nice. I can do that. I can act. I can do that. No, you can't. <laughs> Catherine Leo jones you betcha. Yeah, anyway, I, he then asks Diana to tie her up, but... 
um, Diana just punches her. Yeah, she is. Returning the favour, if you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She then gets um, the you note back. You abducted me, I punch you in the nose. Yeah, yeah she whatever, then gets yeah, her yeah, shoe yeah. and her note back, and she doesn't yeah. trust the Phantom one bit. Well, who never doesn't? before. Who doesn't, because... She thought. Um, who doesn't go around wearing tights at this time of year? Robin Hood, he wears tights. Uh, well, Superman wears tights. And bear in mind... Batman wears tights. Shut up. The Flash wears... Shut up. Another word out of you and I'll kill The Flash wears tights. So, moving along. Um, he's wearing a mask anyway, so anyone wearing a mask could be could be a criminal. Yes. Anyway, um, he suggests that they, they should stick together, but Diana's all for... I'm on my own, and I don't care if you follow me. Girl power, <laughs> folks. Even back in those days. Yeah, mm. And even Phantom says she has changed a bit. Meaning he knew yeah, her yeah. in a previous yeah, ex- you know, and she, existence. He, he knows her, but she doesn't know who the man is behind the mask. Yeah. Eventually, they get tackled by Quill and his men, who find out that the Phantom is on the boat, and all that stuff. And he wants to, you know, start... Continuing pounding him like he did last time. Yeah, beat him up, stuff, kill him. Yeah, yeah saying that. Again. Yeah, eventually the devil, um, the wolf devil arrives and starts ripping at the men. Well, not really ripping. He doesn't kill them or anything. He, but the phantom does give them a whack to the face, yeah, whack he, to the he, other. He, and, and Diana helps us. Yeah, she gives him a kick and gives one of them a oh, kick yeah. in the yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gives um, yeah. Diana gets him right in the uh, the uh, family jewels. Um, <laughs> I can't. I don't want to say. Mm-hmm. Well, a gonads, that, 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 yeah, I whatever. Balls, yeah. Then. A balls, balls will do. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, she comments on the wolf, and she says, "That dog is a wolf." And the phantom says, "I know." Duh. It's his puppy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they jump onto um, the um, seaplane, a red seaplane that's attached to the um, boat. Hey, what a red baron borrowed one of those. It's me. Mm. And they head off into the um, to the jungle while wolf. Um, he- um, watches um, Quill and eventually Quill takes tries to get his men together and they take their cu- their truck down and follow the Phantom and Diana. And while, they do a good job. Of it. And while Wolf heads back to he's not Wolf, he's not. I mean, not Wolf. Sorry, um, Devil. Devil um, heads yeah. off to find Hero, the horse, and tells him, "Your master needs you." Well, not yeah. in those words, but you know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, Hero then heads off and fo- and Wolf. I mean, Devil follows him. Anyway, so... Running through the forest. Yeah. And all the time, they're trying to shoot and ki- and at at them, but miss a couple of times. And eventually, they end up shooting into the um, gasoline of from the plane. Yeah, they, 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 they were shooting the plane and made a few holes in the gas tank. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, they they then have to jump off the plane and get onto the ho- to Hero, the horse. Hmm. Anyway, eventually, but the bad guys are still trailing behind, and a couple of times they miss, and Quill complains, "What's the matter with you? Can't you aim properly?" Yada yada. Bouncing around on those <laughs> yeah, roads the jungle. Yeah, he eventually kicks hmm. the door open where where one of his so say assailants are uh, shooting. One of his assistants. Assistants yeah. shooting, hmm. and knocks him down, and he tries to shoot but misses he, a couple yeah, of times. He can't do and it eventually, yeah, yeah. I don't even know who was driving because he's the one driving, and I don't know if anyone else was was driving I was, I was on automatic yes anyway <laughs> he so he and his assailant just charge into a log and flip fall over yeah 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 <laughs> and the two other remaining so his associates are on horseback horseback yes and they start following and thanks to a few of uh, 
of F- the Phantom's yeah, friends. Yeah, the rope people. What are the rope people call them? Yeah. The rope people. Yeah, They're, the guys who live up in the trees. Yeah. Yes. They mm. then um, use some ropes and kind of... Sort of lasso them sort of like They sued them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, but guys. in a funny way, it was more like a snare, I suppose. And when they went through it, they dragged off the horses and the the natives uh, jumped off the tree the, holding the rope and hoisted the uh, naughty guys up into the tree branches and smacked their heads against the tree branch. Oh, man, that's Not great. a bad, yeah, not yeah. a bad. And then we get to see um, the Phantom and Diana, they head off down to his skull cave and where the phantom presents diana with a beautiful set of i mean beautiful black um, pearls black pearl necklace which i think was beautiful i wouldn't mind giving her a pearl necklace shut up right (laughs) so (laughs) yeah as a bit of a as a token of of the um occasion and to and for her to remember him by and all that stuff Eventually, the captain uh, uh, arrives uh, along with um, <coughs> the phantom servant, what, <coughs> and, and they discuss they discuss things. And he, as the captain's trying to blight his pipe, he got the servant guy says, "You're smoking the in the skull cave." Yeah, yeah, no smoking skull cave. No yeah, smoking. Uh, so cake. he takes his pipe and just throws the ends in the fire in the fireplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah well. and Diana then presents her the um, little script. The part, little parchment to the um, to him, and he he then presents show looks at it, and then he presents it to the phantom, and they knew what it means. They say it's the um, it's a part, special part of the same brotherhood guys, and that then the phantom suggests that that him and his men should, pre, you know, arrange some security for her because she needs to be. You know, she can't. She needs to be protected. Yeah, and but she says that she she does. She came over here for a job to do, and that's what she's she's come to do. But the phantom doesn't hear it, and according to the captain, he says no one in the jungle has ever argued with the phantom and wins. No. Old jungle saying. <laughs> Old jungle saying. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, later, moving right along. Back in New York, um, <laughs> dear Drax is presented with a beautiful silver skull. And some state lives. Yes. No, whatever, whatever, yeah. <laughs> and um, um, Sala uh, remarks that she used a bit of toothpaste to on clean it, it up to clean bit. it up. And it's a bit of funny when that's in that thing. Yeah, and a, anyway, moving right along. Like it's a lot of tongue and cheek He stuff then gets this, a yeah. bit of, he's quite in the good mood, but then he sees on, in the newspaper an article that says, um, editor's niece kidnapped escapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. And he's not... He wasn't not, overly happy, but he wasn't ter- terribly upset either. Yeah. Sort of, and this is where, mm, in this scene, yeah, well. Quill talks about the Phantom and how he killed him once before, years ago. And he shows him, um, as a bit of a trophy, the um, the gun belt that belonged to that Phantom. Yeah, and it, where he and stabbed it straight through. And he said, oh, stabbed me through the back, did we? Yeah, yeah. he stole t- so, so stabbed him straight into the right to the hilt. Yeah. Meaning that's yeah, he had the full knife inside, and so it would have been eight inches worth of cold steel inside uh, Phantom 20. Mm. Yes, anyway, moving right along, but this doesn't disturb <laughs> Drax. He thinks, no big deal, the Phantom's five million yards away, he's not gonna five be. million miles, whatever, yeah, but okay, yeah, yeah. exaggeration, he's, he, it's exaggeration. As it turns out, 
the Phantom is only one, like one street away. He's, one, he's around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, of course, he's dressed in modern attire. I wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. Even though you probably would have seen him in comics wearing a top hat a, and, and a trench coat. A, a trench coat and, and glasses. nice glasses. Yeah. He didn't have his puppy with him, though. Of course not. Who would? I mean, it would be very disturbing yeah. having a wolf around. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Could yeah. it be a seeing eye wolf, maybe? No. no. Eventually, he meet he he gets out of a taxi and he pays him in opals. No. Or no, he had 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 a handful of gemstones. He says, "Oh, what's that? Oh, he just gave me a handful of gemstones." He says, they're all real. That'd probably uh, that'd probably pay that and secure your services for the rest of the day. And he says, "You got to be joking." And he says, "I never joke or and, never kid." And, and when the family goes to the building, and while he's in there doing his business. The tax driver got went to the local jeweler shop and found out they were they were real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who knows? Well. Maybe um, later on, if once he gets the money for those, he probably buy he taxi might buy company. the yeah. taxi company. For yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> A um, lot of jewellery, uh, jewels, uh, yes, gemstones. Yeah, moving yeah. right along. Yeah, Drax right. is telling his associates about the rest of the um skull, the skulls they had to collect, and one of his associates, who was probably one of the mob bosses, he keeps saying, "You only had the one," but Drax has already got that plant. He knows where the second skull is. Yes. And he wa- and his associate says. Get bent. I'm not going to have any associations with I don't with like this. It's all supernatural mumbo-jumbo stuff. That yeah. he, he wants to leave the room. And he thinks that this stuff is Lona Baloney. Uh, and he wants his, uh, his he brother, wants his brother to co- come uh, with him. But his brother says, um, you're on your own. Yeah, I'm staying here. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Eventually, Drax takes a spear off the wall and plunges it into the young man. He's very good at it. He's very good at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. killing him instantly. And, and, and didn't, didn't damage the spear at all. Yeah, no. and <laughs> this is where he then tells, um, the policeman tells him, maybe you should wait tonight to get the skull. It, oh, it's at the local museum. It's at the local museum. Museum of World History. Yeah. In, in, in the and, foyer. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. And, but Drax can't wait this long. So he then takes the spear out of the wall with a man attached and says, let your policeman not interfere with what I'm doing. Yes. Okay. Yes. But anyway, the Phantom is already going to the museum yes. with Diana. Yeah, before yeah. we get to that, um, Diana comes to the um, to the editors to the newspaper place and where she meets kit for the first time and her not so clingy um love interest the other guy i mentioned earlier yep. the creep who keeps going pestering her saying he's yep. came just to ha- take her out for white dinner and dancing yada yada yeah, but yeah. she says rain check yada yada and he it's Another like one. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Moving on long. This is dragging yeah, on. Yeah, sorry. Okay? And then he went to the so, toilet. Then he had a cigarette. Shut and up. <laughs> so, um, then her uncle tells her that I big, have a big surprise for you. And she enters and meets Kit. And it's obviously that they then talk about old times, like they were in college together, yada, yada. And yada, yada. it's pretty obvious there oh, was yeah. a bit of tension there. Well, not so much tension. No, no. She, she, had a, she was annoyed. That he dropped out of sight. Mm-hmm. They did explain that his father had passed away suddenly. He had to take over the family business. Yeah, mm. and then eventually, the um, her her uncle talks about how um, uh, that Drax is now looking for an ancient silver skull. I mean, a, a, an ancient a skull of sorts, and and <laughs> and this is where we reveal some not so baloney information from um, um, Diana's clingy guy friend. <laughs> 
he re- he remembers seeing a skull like that at the local museum yeah. of world history. Yeah. They, so now they get in the cab and go to the museum. Yeah, and that's where these they, people they, are waiting for the end of the story. Okay? Yeah, they arrive there, and as it turns out, the display. Eh, even the fa- even Kit notices that this is not the right um his historic accuracy. Yeah, the person who put the display together, the uh, diorama or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. ha- had. Wrong, art, wrong artifacts put together in uh, yeah, one of the displays. Yeah. yeah, and Dinah asks um, why Kit is interested in these skulls, and he says he represents the true owners, and he thinks that Drax should not have them. Yeah, and she's saying, well, it might be like word the the museum yeah. administrator, and while he's still doing that, she's just talking about it. Um, Kit takes the um a, bol- set, a bollard the- or something rather, and picks up, smashes it through the window, and grabs it. Yeah, and, and, and Darren says, oh, we could just smash the glass. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> and and so, that, just behind him, in walks, Drax says, thank you very much, and acting like he owns the plate. So, no, it's okay, it, uh, you know, yeah. we're, everything under control. Yeah. Sounds is in so-and-so in the other area, and there's yeah. several people out of the room. Yeah. yeah, and this is where um, the skulls start acting funny. They start... Um, f- start predicting what the next location. There's two skulls together. See, that's the one yeah. thing that's interesting. See, once you get the two skulls, they they'll predict, show you where, the, show third you where yeah. the third one and is. And it, it has like a laser point. It goes up onto its map on the wall. And he says, ah, and he had a look. That's a so-and-so island or a location where there could yeah. be an island. Leaves a very big, dirty mark. Ash, a burn hole. Burn yeah. hole. I hate to see what the Jenna's going to think. The Jenna's going to be... Freaking the mess, broken glass and burnt maps and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, anyway moving, moving, on, moving on. right along. They so go to the island for they, holiday. No, they don't. Yeah. And anyway, they head back to the to Drax's car and they head off. And the taxi driver we mentioned, he starts tailing them. Like, right? Didn't he? He tail? Yes, that's it. He follows them because he yeah. knows Something's the guy who wrong. paid him a shitload of money. Is in there. He does. He, he might get some more money later on. Yeah, yeah or something. Or he knows something's wrong. I think yes. he's a nice guy. I think. I mean, no, he is. And money, money makes lots of friends. Yes. They eventually <laughs> arrive at Drax's office, and he asks Kit why he is interested in these skulls. And Kit says, "I thought they would look well in my drapes." Yeah, well, yeah, well, my drapes. Yeah. And of uh, course, uh, yeah. um, he signals Quill to take out some knuckles and give Kit a knuckle sandwich. I prefer a cucumber sandwich myself, but anyway. Mm. And this is where Kit notices um, his dad's gun belt yeah, on cool Cross. Wearing it. Cross wearing it as a souvenir of his killing the previous phantom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Not a good move. Yeah. Anyway, <coughs> they then say, then Drax says, take um, Kit Walker to upstairs to make him talk. Yeah, up, up top to the lookout or something rather and have a chat to him or something rather. Yeah, probably didn't throw him off. I think they'll throw him off the building. But Me too. However, he did, they didn't quite get that far. Yeah, yeah, dear old Kit was able to knock them out and, and blah, head blah, blah, into blah. the um, el- um, elevator, elevator shaft. shaft. Oh, well, he popped, he popped, no, he popped in the room and he put his phantom clothes on first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot like um, Sam, Superman. Superman, only not Superman. Actually, remember the time Daffy Duck did that? Uh, and he went into the room, cover came up dressed as a witch accidentally. Oh, yeah. wrong costume. And he went back in again. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. So, while this is happening, Drax is trying to implicate um, the exact location of where the skull was, po- you know, those where the third skull is. He figures it out. 
Yes, it turns out to be the devil's vortex. I don't know if that's anything to do with um, similar to the Bermuda Triangle. No, we do not know. But anyway, irrespective. Everyone's. Oh, I keep saying that again. Oh, stop saying irrespective. But you never know, Mike. I mean, um, we hear so much about the Bermuda Triangle, how boats, ships... Well, they mentioned a boat scale missing there, so we we can presume it may be. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Anyway, he gets... He, he, he hitches a ride on the bottom of the plane. Wait, wait, we've got... Um, he gets... Um, Are we going to feed today? No, I will. <laughs> Eventually, Drax gets his people together and he tells the policeman to look out for the Phantom. He's armed and considered very dangerous. And... And suspicious, running around in leotards. There you go. Yes, while they're getting into their cars and getting a police escort, yada, 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 the Phantom is on the run from the police and riding a horse. Yeah, yeah, a, a horse. He, he steals a police horse, jumps on it, goes riding through the traffic, yada, yada, yeah, yada. He then gets down to the docks there where the, you know, where the boat is. At first, yeah. first off, um, the Phantom goes into the um, the New Zoom. York Zoo and, he, and the policemen were trying to go into a cage, but as it turns out, it has a tiger in there. Yeah. And... Luckily enough, the tiger doesn't harm the phantom. But he, he, he scared the crap out of the two police guys. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, he then meets up with the um, taxi driver. Before, he met, he met up with him earlier, and he was freaked out, but then he eventually reveals he is a friend of Kit Walker. Uh-huh. And Daryl, and he kind of was off, offers the um, phantom a lift in this one. He did. And in this scene, he... He's talking about, um, the driver tells him about how he, he is in the, on his police scanner, I think, I think it was. Yeah, yes, police scanner or something. Yeah, yeah. and knows exactly where Drax and the, his people are going. Mm-hmm. And this is where um, Kit's dad comes into the picture again. He appears about the taxi, yeah. And yeah. he then, Kit then reveals to his um, dad that he notices that Quill has a gun belt that's similar to his dad's and he says is it yours all that stuff and Quill and this is where the um, f- his dad says yes he, he kind of was going to show me um, a secret location of the um, of the um, the um, the um, something wrong. yeah and for some and he kind of saved his life at one point he uh, but but when he was trying to lead him through the jungle, he then took out a blade and stabbed the through the back, back for the yeah, back, yeah, literally. Yeah, he literally stabbed the back. What? You can't. Yeah. You yeah. can't trust anybody, can you? Yeah. And and of course, um, Kit says he's going to make retrieve the, his gun belt and hopefully put some put the past behind him with with this. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Right go to the island. They eventually, <laughs> eventually, they arrive to, at the plane, and the Phantom jumps onto yeah, the pontoon on the bottom. Yeah, and they and starts they, they start heading off down now, to the how, place. I don't know how. I don't know what his leotards are made of. And Martin must have been cold. I mean, flying <sighs> up there, the wind chill factor, wet leotards. Oh, he, yeah, they would get a chill. Would be chafing, you know. Ah, uh, moving on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so move on. Yeah. anyway, um, our phantom get soon. They soon arrive at the um, the devil's vortex, and it, like and Drax mentioned earlier that there must be an uncharted island there, and, and lo which and behold, it was and Gilligan's Island. There, you go. yeah. Sorry, I no, go no, there. Not, not Gilligan's Island. Yeah, there. and so, hey, Jagged Marianne. Hey. Sorry. Yeah, soon enough, um, they arrive on the, uh, the island and they then take a little um, small um, canoe or rubber raft, sorry, and they head inside the cave itself. And 
Drax goes on about how he can feel that he's going close to the power. Of and stuff. all his pirates come out. Yeah, and and the Quill, same brotherhood. Yeah, the Quill uh, shows them his tattoo on his wrist, and he, that allows him, um, a, a, you know, to to get you know get moving and lot of stuff. And this is where we find the the Sang Brotherhood there, led by that the great Kabai Sang, played by Kari Hiroki, Hiroyuki, whatever, Tagawa. And uh, yeah. then they take kindly to strangers come into their place. Yes. Mm. They, Drax introduced himself saying that he, he wants the skull and all that stuff. And he wants to be a part, he wants to take a partner. Yeah, he, yeah. He's trying to negotiate his he way He tries it. to yeah. negotiate, but while he may be able to negotiate with mobsters and stuff yeah, like where that. Money makes, uh, money makes money. But these pirates don't see it that way. They don't care. They, these guys are old. They're, they're but old. Quill minds. has a tattoo. He's part of the Brotherhood. Yeah. Somehow the tattoo doesn't win him any favors either. Not too many, no. Yeah. He says, "I once killed the Phantom," and the pirate leader says, "Join the club." Everyone has been killing him over the years, and yeah. he keeps coming back. Yeah. And then Drax, realizing he's got no more cards in his hands, he then deals his final card by saying that Diana was the Phantom's girlfriend. girlfriend. Oh, that helps a bit, doesn't it? Oh, actually, he doesn't say it in those words. He says, um, both Diana and Sal uh, are standing side by side, and he just points directly at both of them. He doesn't even... No, he they points at Diana. He I know that, but... The, they uh, knew he which didn't, one it was. I know, but he just says she's his, his girlfriend, all that stuff. Uh, that doesn't seem really good. And the pirate guy says, hmm, he's got good taste. And <laughs> he then... And Drax Another goes on about how... Just think about it. Ransom, fate, you know, revenge, all that stuff. Yeah, all good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But then the, the Phantom arrives, and then we get this huge, <laughs> awesome fight scene dealing with swords and guns and, and stuff. And then we find the real power of the skulls comes to play when the three skulls get united. Yeah. Well, before we get to uh, that, eventually well, um, the Phantom then kills the head pirate. Yeah, and yeah, before yeah. he could get kill him, um, he, he said he knows his secret, meaning he knows... There's a fourth skull. No, no, I meant... Yeah, he mentions about the fourth skull earlier because and that, no one knew about the fourth skull. Yeah, it seems that. And that, actually, didn't the Borogon mention about the fourth yeah, skull he, that control the other three? Yeah, see, the fourth yeah, skull yeah, yeah. controls the other three, and it was probably never recorded because it, it was not important. Well, it was. Or so maybe it's. It wasn't recorded because it was important. Mm -hmm. They wanted to hide the control. I like the Lord of the Rings and ring the control of all the rings. Mm. Well, this skull current control the other skulls yes mm. and anyway moving on so eventually um the the pirate leader fights the phantom and he also reveals that he knows the phantom's secret and but before he could even reveals it um he then tries to plunge the sword into the phantom but he misses and falls into the the water the water there's a couple of friendly uh sharks and they gobble him up you know, yeah. oh, what a shame yeah. then the phantom and silo and diana they head off into another part to the um to the cave where it shows a lot of um um torpedo tubes that belong that probably were from those stolen ships. Whatever it is, yeah. And he plans on shooting them to a way to... They had something like a little mini sub with some torpedoes or something strapped to it, and he sent them off 
in the yeah. right direction away from the island. Yeah, while he's doing this, uh, yeah. he was just checking to see if it's all clear. Yeah, they have something like a periscope the there, yeah. Uh, but as he's doing this, Quill appro- appears behind him and he whacks him a couple times. Whack, 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 whack. And, and whack. plans on taking out his, um, what do they call that knife that can just, that just zips, zips out? A flick knife. Yeah, he yeah. takes out his flick knife and he says, I'm, I already killed you. But then the Phantom turns the tables and says, you killed my father. You know, revealing the truth yeah. and stuff like that. Oops. And while this is happening, um, the the golden cr- skull and both all three skulls are united and they start acting powerful. And yeah. Drax is like, and it's like a lot of time, like a laser beams coming yeah. out of it. And while this is happening, yeah. um, the Phantom grabs Quill's the um the gun belt from his from Quill's from his bot, you know waist. And while this is happening, Quill yells for Drax, but then... Well, Drax turns around for the skulls and zaps Quill, and he just evaporates. Yeah. Whoa, that's like all power. Yeah, and he and Drax mocks, saying, who needs a f- fourth skull? And then the Phantom reveals, I do, and I know where it is. It's on his hand. Yeah. The ring is the fourth he skull. He never knew, wh- but the, he then remarks, I had it all my life. For protection, I just didn't know what it was until now. Yeah. So eventually, as Drax was about to t- turn the tables on him by zapping, by, him. zapping him, the Phantom points his, um, his ring, ring finger, and the and, um, and it was a bit like Luke Skywalker and Palpatine all over again. Yeah. Eventually, um, the the thanks to the ring. On, finger it destroyed not only drax but the all three of the skulls yeah the the skulls got destroyed uh, uh, drax got destroyed and something happened to the island and started to blow up and then was blowing (laughs) up and stuff like that yeah and where the pirates gonna live anyway eventually the phantom grabs onto um the torpedo and it heads off out of the yeah he he, he attached a chain to back the torpedo so while it was taking off It'll leave a, uh, something hiding behind it so we can grab onto it to pull him out of there. What a clever phantom he was. Yes. Anyway, moving on. So uh, eventually the island and starts exploding and there's a bit of an eruption, I think. And it, and yeah, and it goes it, boom. And it destroys yeah. the entire island. Like a little, little like a mini volcano type thing. Really nice. And the end. Eventually, they arrive back at the um, cave. I don't know when. Bengal or somewhere. Yeah, yeah and yeah. this is where the Phantom sits down with Diana and tells her the full truth. Where, in reality, while everyone thinks the Phantom is one individual, it turns out that the Phantom, um, um, the true uh, lingu- the, the, um, legacy that the Phantom has is that they have descendants. Yeah. Each Phantom's... And, and, um, yeah. Father or son, and Diana would, says, "Yes, I know, Kit." See, it, yeah, <laughs> it's, see, it pa- it's passes on from father yeah. to his children. Diana, I was going to say, say children yeah. because unlike the yeah. in this movie where it says it has to pass down from father father to son, in other versions they they indicate there has been a female. There's a female version mm. of Phantom out there too. Very nice. Sometimes, but anyway, but since he knew he, 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 even before he. Uh, revealed his identity to us. He called him Kit because he figured out who he was. Yeah, well, it wasn't your clever little Diana. Yeah. Anyway, the Phantom but, eventually um, puts his dad's gun belt on yeah. one of the um. Well, the, gra- the, gra- the gravestone where he's yeah, interred the in the cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 
his his father s- says how much he likes Diana and that he should. You're letting get away, but he didn't get away because we know I read yeah. the comics. He married yeah. her later on and, then, and had a child. And then it reveals in the scene where as as Kit removes his mask to Diana for for this in the spirit sign in the scene. Um, he reveals that the only other person he is allowed to reveal as many secrets as he possibly has is the woman he tends to marry. And he t- and that's, he hopes, will be one day Diana. Uh, that's but weird. he doesn't say that yet. She just says her goodbyes and they kiss and he gets back on his horse hero. High horse silver and away. Yeah, and she heads over to Sala, who's... Put- Petering up the um, little yeah, new yeah. plane. <laughs> yeah, having a spare plane hanging around somewhere. Yeah. Or everyone has one of those, yeah. Yeah, and his father narrates how, leave it to my son to that the perfect woman to slip right through his fingers. And he marks that Diana will knows that she is definitely going to return to the Bangala jungle yes. sometime later in the mm, future. Yes. And, but till then, she might need some mm. rest after all this excitement. Yeah. <laughs> no, anyway. Anyway, that's it, the movie. Because the storyline has gone on so long, I'll keep my bit a bit shorter. Sorry. <laughs> now, this was an Australian-American uh, production. Mm. Um, some of it was filmed in Australia. Some of it was filmed in Thailand. Now, the thing that got me is, we, we when we see the Thailand footage, we thought... Gee, that looks remarkably like the set of the area, the scenery in James Bond, uh, The Man with the Golden Gun. And it was both set, done in Thailand, as far cool. as we're aware. Uh, Same, you know, those Hongs there, out in the open water there. Yeah. And some of those, that sort of coastline. So they've actually done the filming in the same area, I believe. So yeah. that looks so good. Another thing yeah. I should mention yeah. that Billy Zane um, had to shave his head so that the Phantom Cat, the part, you know, the top part of his. Yeah. Um, of the cow, cow, yeah. To so it can fit over his head, because uh, most of the time you may have seen him in interviews where his head's really bald. Yeah. But in other, in I think in the the first scenes, he his hair is pretty much you know normal hair, normal. Yeah, yeah. For the first <clears throat> the scenes where you don't necessarily so need he got a he got a number one cut or something rather so he can put the skull cap on. Mm, yeah, or at least okay. cut, shaved it completely. <coughs> Whatever. So it could Whatever. Anyway, um, what the rest of... Along. Now, talking about Billy Zane, did we say... Now, we might have mentioned before that he worked out for a year to tone his body up mm-hmm. so he can get the right figure for the Phantom, so uh-huh. he built his abs up and everything else. And mm-hmm. um, Yeah. yeah. Um, Another thing mm. um, I should mention, the um, Palmer Mansion that was set in this actual movie... In real life, it belongs to the Playboy Mansion owner by uh, Hugh Hefner. Place, yeah. <coughs> kind of nice that you lent bunny girls running around. Kind of nice that you lent the um, house out. That's oh, nice. no, I didn't. It's only the front of it. Mm-hmm, I you know. Didn't the house out, just the front of it. The front, I know the first. The, few the, the, the front yard. No bunny girls. All you girls stay inside today. <laughs> uh, now, what else? Um, I don't want to talk too much. Uh, oh, this is a funny scene I remember hearing yeah, about. What's that? When, while not filming, Billy Zane had a habit of running off to buy sushi wearing his phantom oh, costume. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that would really sort of go down well oh, for local storekeepers. However, I, it would probably <coughs> they would have known as a local crowd doing a movie They probably there. are yeah. aware. It's not like, you know, like when um, 
Baglogs here, uh, they're doing parts of the Caribbean. They did part of the parts, one of the parts of the Caribbean films not far from here. With, uh, and um, mm. what's the who's? It's um, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Was dressed up as Jack Sparrow a lot. And he went to local hospitals dressed as a pirate uh, to entertain the kids and stuff. And, nice. Uh, so he, he probably went to the shops too to pick up some fish and chips and a burger. And, you know, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had that similar problem with with some people in my film crew. I mean, anyway. I mean, for my um, attack on the camera. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much. I'm just trying to think some stones coming from my crap here. Uh, Can I say something? No, you've been talking for too long. No, yeah, yeah, um, I was going to say that um, <laughs> during the movie, um, I think that. Let me see. I think it was actually. Let me see. Oh yeah, um, they made a TV series in. 2019, I mean, not 2019, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, 2009, sorry, uh, and it was a mini-series of The Phantom, and yeah, well, good. Well, uh, good. Well, I just don't good. think it was really that, it was, it was too modern, I, I missed the, I liked The Phantom wearing um, the um, the hose instead of, instead of something that looked, made him look too much yeah, yeah too much too, too upmarket, too yeah, upmarket more, because too you modern, don't yeah. know the identity, and again, it doesn't make it doesn't bring out the phantom. Oh, I'll hear something too uh, before I go. Um, when they came back to um, Australia mm. to do the filming, they went to the Village Roadshow Studios in Brisbane mm. and they used a couple of stages there. One of them had the um, Pirate's Cave in there, I believe. Mm, cool. Uh, and that was one of the biggest sets they've ever made because they had the water there and different rooms and stuff and, and buildings. That was a huge set. They made up one sound stage and I think they made another one. Um, they might have made one there for the Skull Cave as well because mm. that had little rooms there and, and, and everything. And I think another one there for the office cool. they had in the other area. So they did all that, that filming here in Australia mm -hmm. in three different sound stages at the same time. Right. Uh, but anyway, irrespective. Oh no, I won't say irrespective. I keep saying. Um, Sorry, guys. Moving right along, folks. Um, I'm not going to say any more. All I'm going to say is that it's a pretty good uh, movie, but and the critics liked it. Sweet. Now again, it gets on to I don't know the about most of them gave the good rap. Goody. And I just cannot cannot understand. Um, oh, a medium to good rap, yeah. I can't understand why it didn't box office properly. And I think, gut feeling, it's probably, if you want to take it as a light-hearted comedy action, yeah, it wasn't enough comedy in it. And if you're looking for an, a real action thing of no comedy, it, there wasn't enough action in it. I think it was, it was sitting in the middle there somewhere. Mm. It, I don't think it actually didn't make it a... It didn't make it either way... It was going down the middle. I thought it was pretty good, especially. No, it was good. I, mean, I liked especially the movie. like yeah. the locations they shot. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, but I think that's probably one of the things more take away from it, where mm. it wasn't a full-on action movie, and it wasn't a comedy action movie. It was in the middle there somewhere. It wasn't quite one or the other, mm. and that might have pulled it back a bit. True. Because apart from that, it's a fine movie. The sets are great. The location shoots are good. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, I mean. And they did camp up the attic a bit because it was supposed to be the nineteen thirty and a take off a take off of the comic book. And they did it that way. Hmm. Intentionally. Um, yeah, I mean and, um, I like that yeah. period type stuff. I especially like well, the, the Dick Tracy movie, Foreign Beatty. 
that was a little bit that was a bit ridiculous and and, and weird humor and a few things and but it worked better yeah might yeah, do a yeah, review yeah, on that yeah. one yeah might do yeah uh, but i think this one here might have lost its way a little bit and say is it going to be funny is it going to be serious if it's going to be serious it should have been more angst in it mm. if it's going to be funny it should have been a bit more comedy in it yeah maybe mm. or maybe they delete a few scenes uh, or, or they change a few things around on the script. I don't know. But I like it. It's a good watch. Good fun movie. And it's not a serious action movie. It's just a superhero movie. And if you guys want to relive the Phantom, it's a good telling of the story. Yeah, and it's a good watch for your younger kids. Yeah, introduce them to the Phantom and buy them a box load of Phantom comics and you'll be have peace and quiet for days and days and days. Mm. This like being in the Bengala jungles. Like I meant, so I, quiet. I did like the shots they shot in Thailand. It looks so yeah, look, beautiful yeah, and pictureistic. Uh, I must get up there for a whole day one day. Yeah, it looks so nice. Yeah, actually, my brother lives in Thailand up the back, backwoods somewhere, about 150 kilometers out of Bangkok somewhere, but I don't know exactly where. And it's highly unlikely to go up there to visit him. Cause I don't know. <laughs> Well, I, was like, I don't care about seeing him, but Thailand looks like a nice place. Yeah, well, the place they mm, shot yeah. it in is mm, yeah. an ideal spot. Um, getting on to last things here. Um, it is available for sale on eBay and Amazon. You can rent or buy it. Now, I don't know how many copies are available on the site, so if you want to have a look at it and buy it, or go to your local uh, hire shop and hire a copy, whatever. Mm. It's a good, fun movie. And I did like... Yeah. Um, uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones' role. I like oh, it that yeah. she turns into a good guy. Yeah, she, 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 she swaps sides in the end. Says so that girl's got to keep together or something or other. Or yeah, yeah some yeah. I think some throwaway line. I think she started noticing that things Drax are falling is not apart. Really, great. Great. Nah, she made a mistake. She backed the wrong horse. Anyway, anyway, I am going to give you my grading now. I'm going to give it nine. Yeah, nine. Yeah. I'm going to give it. Um, um, 10 oh, out of 10 okay. Yeah, okay. because I did um, I enjoyed it as a child and uh, um, in, when I was a little kid I didn't exactly read a lot of comics but I, I read a few just to get me um, to know the character yeah. but not to make me into a, one of those char- those fans out there yeah. who just take it like religion yeah no I, I, I only dropped it down a little bit for that 1% only because I want, well, one, yeah, yeah, my one point because it, uh, I think it, it didn't make a decision what it wanted to be. Mm. A little bit like Demolition Man. Demolition mm. Man, they didn't know whether to make it a serious action movie or a comedy, and it was sort of fell somewhere in between. Mm. And that's where it, they let themselves down, I think. So anyway, iris- I won't say irrespective. I'm aware to have you in okay, It just rolls off my tongue. Mm. Um, moving right along, and that's going to be my new one, is it? Okay. Yeah, I'll find probably. another word. Um, well, without further ado, that's not too bad, hey. Um, I think we should wrap it now because it's getting a bit long in the tooth here. Yeah, so. sorry, guys. I mean, I get wrapped up in such good storytelling in this movie. She do. It's because it's just wonderful. It's fun. And I like the um, acting chemistries, especially when you're dealing with actors who are total last assholes. But do you need to say the Phantom went to the toilet and came out, washed you his hands? You said that. I uh, didn't. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> One of but said. I yeah. did think it was enjoyable the part with um, Diana's clingy ass of a, of a Meyer. Yes, there wasn't too much social distancing there, was it? Mm. Mm. He was practically drooling into her, in her cappuccino. <laughs> anyway, 
Let's roll. Let, let's wrap it now. Yeah, he reminds me of a, start talking. He more. reminds me of a character I seen in a in a cartoon who was always um, acting all trying to act all cool and stuff. Who's but that? Who's not, that? Oh, no one you may know, Mike. I mean... Pepe Le Pew. Oh, well, I know no, Pepe Le no, 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 no. Just no. someone that you just don't know. Uh, I mean, I know oh, for a fact he, he's very droopy and he thinks he's all God's gift to women. Stuff like that. That's not That's really... me. <laughs> I used to think I was good God's gift to women. No, I And I found out I, I was just a pain in the neck. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so back to this. So this is about it for us tonight. So thanks for watching this latest episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. And we'll see you guys for the next one. All right. Bye for now. Bye, guys. See ya.